Our wow word today is disciple. The concept of a disciple was not new in the time of Jesus Christ. Christian discipleship, as evidenced in the New Testament, has three primary sources. Disciples in the Old Testament. Old Testament prophets, such as Samuel, see 1 Samuel 19, verses 20 to 24. Elijah, 2 Kings, 4, verse 1. And Jeremiah, Jeremiah 36, 32, all had disciples. These disciples saw the prophets as their master. And this thinking was throughout the society of Israel. Take, for example, Isaiah, who refers to the people around him as disciples. Where the relationship is primarily educational, Isaiah 8.16, the disciples referred to here were not only followers of Isaiah, but also of God. The relationship was based on a reciprocal support in order to reveal what the Lord was saying to Israel. Disciples in Greek culture Classic Greek literature refers to disciples in three senses. Learner, general, adherent, technical, and institutional, restricted. For those who were in the adherent context, they followed rules set by their master. Another aspect of some first century Greek thought that a person's highest achievement was to become like God. Disciples in first century Judaism. Within Jewish society at the time of the New Testament, disciples were attached to recognized masters, teachers or groups. The disciples of the Pharisees were probably attached to an academic group. Those who followed John the Baptist were seen as radical eschewing as they did normal Jewish society. Those Jesus referred to as the disciples of Moses concentrated on their honoured status. As followers of the one whom God had made himself known. One major stream of Jewish thought at the time said that the goal of a disciple was to see God. Jesus' disciples. Of course there were those disciples also of Jesus, and not just the twelve disciples, but all who followed him. The word we have for disciple means a pupil or learner. Therefore, a Christian in its base level is a follower of Jesus. A learner is a person who is undergoing life change and transforming increasingly into the image of Christ. A Christian is somebody learning to be like Jesus in every facet of life, practicing his presence with them and engaging their life so intimately with him that he truly lives through them. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, you are called to be growing and maturing in a process that is called discipleship. This will inevitably lead to your being asked the reason for which you have your hope in Jesus Christ. If you are not actively growing and maturing, then why would anybody ask you for the reason for the hope that you have in Jesus Christ? 
Jesus said that for you to be his disciple, it meant you have to love God totally and love other people openly. It is perhaps the best measure of the seriousness of your discipleship of Jesus Christ. Part of discipleship is discipline. Christians are sometimes entangled by sin, see Hebrews 12.1. God disciplines his children. It is painful, Hebrews 12.11. Therefore, if we are Christians and we sin, remaining unrepentant and habitual, God will discipline, Hebrews 12.10. If we sin and are not disciplined, we are not his children. Hebrews 12.8 The practice of sin, habitual sin. The Christian cannot continue to sin habitually, willingly maintaining a sinful practice or attitude. That is why we are warned against falling away. If we share in Christ, if we hold firmly to the end, Hebrews 3, 13-14, it is possible to experience much of what God offers and not being a Christian. For example, the Pharisees, Hebrews 6, verses 4-6. Deliberate sinning after receiving the truth reveals a rejection of truth. However, God is merciful and will forgive if repentance is asked for.